I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anand Zaki. And Anand, there's some debate about how the economy's tracking based on freight numbers. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, monthly traffic movements are sending mixed signals on the direction the economy is travelling. The ANZ Trachometer's Light Traffic Index, which looks at the medium term, rose 1.9% in September. However, the Heavy Traffic Index, which is a pointer for current activity, fell 3.3%. ANZ Senior Economist Miles Workman says the monthly data is volatile. I don't want to pay too much close attention on the monthly up and downs, uh, but if you step back and think about the big picture, uh, you know, we've got both heavy traffic, both light traffic at robust levels, both suggesting that perhaps the, uh, the economy is certainly not rolling over. Uh, you know, our forecast for production GDP, 0.4% quarter on quarter. The heavy traffic index up 1.6% quarter on quarter. Um, you know, that, that's certainly suggesting upside risks to the economic activity uh, numbers. In addition, Miles Workman says the light traffic, which is generally a good indicator of consumers' willingness to spend, is currently surging. Meanwhile, the ASB Bank has lifted its growth forecast for the second half of the year because of the government's books are in better shape than expected. It's, doubted, it's doubled its third quarter growth forecast to 0.8% and half a percent for the December quarter from the previous pick of 0.3%. The budget deficit for the past year was about half the forecast, driven by a strong lift in company, consumption and personal tax revenue. ASB senior economist Mark Smith says he was surprised by the strength. It's not just you know very high commodity export prices have really resulted in very, very strong conditions for commodity exporters, but as well as, well as that, labour incomes are, are picking up. And there's also some promising signs there in terms of um, imported import costs might not be as high as thought, and that leaves a bit more money in the pocket uh, for people to convert into domestic spending. So certainly a lot more positive there, uh, as well as that the New Zealand economy is opening up to the outside world as well, and that will provide more support as well going forward. Mark Smith says stronger near-term growth may make it more difficult for the Reserve Bank to stamp out inflation. Share markets on both sides of the Tasman are undervalued but probably face further falls next year because of high inflation and rising interest rates, according to an investment research firm. Morningstar says local markets are now fairly valued or undervalued on a long-term view. It sees about two-thirds of the stocks it follows closely are as much as 14% undervalued. Morningstar senior analyst Adrian Atkins says the bear market may continue into next year with companies with a high debt load particularly at risk. He says there's every reason to be wary. I'm not convinced that we've seen markets capitulate to, to um, how much conditions have changed just because Conditions have changed so quickly, I think it just takes time. So going into early 2023, I'm a little bit cautious. However, from a long-term view, we are seeing value. So um, I know that's a bit of a mixed message, but um, you know there's opportunities out there, but I am just generally a little bit cautious. Adrian Atkins believes there's value to be found in real estate investment trusts, financial, energy and technology stocks. 
One of this year's winners of the Nobel Prize for Economics says big banks are in better shape now than before the global financial crisis in 2008. Douglas Diamond has received the prize along with former Federal Reserve Chair Ben Bernanke and Philip Dibvig for their research on how regulating banks and propping up failing lenders with public cash averted a major crisis. One of the major banks, J.P. Morgan Chase, suggests capital reserve requirements are too onerous. Mr Diamond says quantitative tightening, the selling of the bonds acquired during the crisis, remains a bit of an unknown. We've never really tried it before. We hadn't really tried quantitative easing, where the government was just buying, buying, buying long-term bonds in huge quantities and pulling them off the balance sheets of the, of the private financial sector. And now, to unwind that, we're going to be at least maturing, if not maturing out, if not selling those back into the market. And the question is, is the withdrawal of liquidity going to leave the financial system in a trickier state than, than we, we estimate? We sort of have to use guesses and theory, essentially, to do it because we don't have past experience. The other thing that I'm worried about is just the fact that there's so many what are called leverage loans out there, firms that issued loans that are, that are highly levered, that are highly risky. Douglas Diamond says such firms could find themselves in big financial trouble if there's a big enough shock. Well, time now for an update from the markets, and we're joined by uh, Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners. Good afternoon, Malika. Jordan. Well, it was uh, a volatile session again on Wall Street this morning. How are we looking today locally? Yeah, it was indeed, although we've uh, started positively. We're up 0.3% on the NZX50 at 10,949 points. Just looking at some of the bigger movers, um, A2 Milk is down six cents at six dollars fifteen. Contact Energy up seven at seven dollars twenty-two. Fletch Buildings up two cents at five dollars six. Genesis Energy up three cents at two dollars sixty-seven. Main Freight's up a dollar fifteen at sixty-six dollars ninety-nine. Meridian's up three and a half cents at four dollars sixty-nine and a half. Um, push Pay after that new takeover offer came through, um, they're up three cents at one twenty-two. Sky TV's up nine cents at two twenty. Restaurant brands up sixteen cents at seven dollars eighteen, and Sparks up two cents at five dollars eight. Okay, let's go over to Australia. How has the Australian two hundred opened? Uh, that's up as well. That's up half a percent at six thousand nine hundred and six points on the All Lords. Um, banks down a little, but everything else across the board seems to be in positive territory. Okay, how's the New Zealand dollar tracking? Um, we are buying 55.71 US, so still pretty weak on that front. Um, we're buying 88.4 um, Australian cents, 50.3 pence, 57.3 euro cents, 81 yen and 3.98 yuan. And finally, we have interest rates, oil and gold. So 90-day bank bills are at 3.915%. The five-year swaps at 4.592% and the 10-years at 4.568%. Brent crude's $102.51 US a barrel and spot gold's $1,669 US an ounce. Thank you very much. Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners with our markets update. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that is business.